Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome in. Second half of the show begins, Hour 3. Thanks for being with us, part of the extended family. We do appreciate you, truly. Uh, we do not take it for granted, uh, this opportunity to talk with you, to entertain you, inform you, get the opinions of my guy Ryan Hollins out there, 10 years in the NBA, so talking about the league, the association, because let's face it, in a week's time, we're talking 
NBA draft, and then we're getting into NFL training camps as teams started to descend upon uh, their respective workplaces today and yesterday. And we got some great Jerry Jones quotes uh, coming up. We've got the possible realignment and expansion of the SEC tomorrow. We'll talk to Pete Futek uh, more in depth, but there's a couple of details that Brian Fenley's brought up in the updates that I want to make sure we punctuate some of the dollars and cents uh, that really help make this thing uh, a decision point and, and recognizing uh, the different levels of involvement and execution that have to happen here and potentially the size of the checks that need to be written to get out of agreements. But uh, coming up in 20 minutes, we'll talk to our guy, Dan Wojcicki. He is on the ground, LA Times at Dan Wojcicki Sports, W-O-I-K-E, for the Olympics. Uh, You read him in the LA Times and you hear him on the show every week. He just made it to Japan. We'll find out his itinerary, what he's expecting to see while he's there. Uh, But Jason Smith off. Uh, enjoying his vacation in Detroit. He'll be off the rest of the week back on Monday. Uh, tonight, I'm uh, blessed to have Ryan Holland's friend of the show, my 10-year NBA vet. We're having some real conversations here. Uh, I'm sure the hate mail will pile up for me uh, <laughs> as we go, and that's fine because, you know, it's it's all about opinions and, and trying to read the tea leaves and, and what you see. And you brought up, uh, as we were discussing you know, the tiering system of would-be superstars, right? The guys that are established and maybe on the back nine, as it were, of their respective careers, looking for one more jolt, perhaps one more title run. And it's funny, you put Kevin Durant in that first bucket because, well, they are right now in the betting favorites uh, in Vegas. Uh, LeBron James and the Lakers are there. Uh, and the Warriors, all three top five as we look at the veterans. And the Warriors are there, and we're expecting them to make some moves, to bring in some help for Steph Curry this coming season uh, as we start getting to the silly season here. And that's the fun part. Start talking about trades, restricted free agents, who's matching sheets. You brought up the name Lonzo Ball as we were discussing it, and some discussions of whether he finds his way back into a Lakers uniform. Now, we talked earlier in the show, and you can find the podcast. It'll be up uh, in about two hours' time, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, et cetera, uh, wherever you get your audio. I mean, that's it, foxsportsradio.com. And, of course, follow at Fox Sports Radio for the snippets that get pulled out of each show uh, that you can shake your fist in anger and share those so that your friends can be equally mad at me because, you know, either you want to be loved or hated. I mean, that's the way this business works. Just don't go, eh, uh, you get, you got to love it. Uh, but Lonzo Ball, one of those guys that there's a big decision point because we've seen him evolve from that player that Magic Johnson was saying, hey, your, your jersey's going to be in the rafters. And it's kind of funny because all those guys ended up becoming ballers, just not in Lakers uniforms. Yeah, no, you're right. Right? Every last one of them. Absolutely. You know, Clarkson played well. Uh, what, six, six man, man of the, of the year. year? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty darn good. Uh, most improved uh, over in uh, over with the Knicks. Uh, Julius Randle. I, I mean, you're, you're Brandon Ingram right. in Ingram. Most improved in, in Orleans, again. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look at Lonzo. While the jump shot may never be great, he's functional. He, he had a solid year. You know, right, Lonzo he's got functional offensively, defensively. He'll commit. So he's a guy. He's going to be an RFA. Is he a guy that the the Lakers look at bringing back? Or we talked about Chris Paul at this stage in his 
Greer. Would you rather bring him in to try to make that push and maybe think that you've got another year uh, before perhaps he falls off the cliff uh, along with LeBron in terms of father time coming and knocking on that door? If you are the Lakers, you know, first off on the list is Chris Paul. You know, he he's the guy that keeps you in contention, gives LeBron some help. You know, they can kind of take turns and also play together. You know, LeBron's jump shot has vastly improved. He can play off of the basketball, and Chris Paul can absolutely play off the ball. Do you think – is LeBron willing to commit to that is the question. Yeah, well, listen. To where he'll start working down on the on the low block, start going to that jump shooter phase that we saw from Jordan, right, where a lot of it was, all right, I'll catch down here and I'll do my turnaround. LeBron doesn't mind getting off the ball if he has somebody he respects enough to be on the ball. And when you get late in pressure-filled moments where the defense gets tight, tight, tight in championship play- moments – Chris's height, it's hard for him to get his shot off in time, in moments, you know. So you saw Chris Paul kind of take turns with Devin Booker and say, all right, well, Devin, it's your turn. You know, go get us a bucket. Go make something happen. So, you know, there is a bit of your turn, my turn, where you need another playmaker in which you can trust. And like, you know, I, t- I talked about earlier, getting the most, the absolute most out of Anthony Davis. That's how you get the most out of Anthony Davis. Now, if we're going to look at Lonzo Ball, I don't think the money is going to be there for Alonzo Ball, and he's definitely on the board. And it's how badly do you want to get back to Los Angeles? Those would be the questions there. But Alonzo Ball, another high IQ guy, and we talked about LeBron James appreciating high IQ basketball. That's why he'd appreciate Alonzo Ball. So that would be a good fit. You know, LeBron, is he's, he's arguably the smartest player I've ever played against. You know, he'll call out the other team's plays. He sure. just, he's a basketball junkie, man. Just from the, the question of bringing the guys in, I, I guess it's which window are you most concerned with filling the need for? A guy that's good now but will be paired, right? Because you're looking at this window with LeBron, whatever it is. Two years, three years, if, whatever. Versus we bring in, we bring Lonzo back, who's still growing, to pair with Anthony Davis, who should be the face of your squad for whatever that period. Lakers got to risk it all next year. I say you. They I, I, I'm with you. I think you go all in. They got to go it's and Chris try Paul. to maximize what LeBron is at and, this point. And with with all due respect, I don't think Lonzo has the mentality or the the freedom to be, you know, in the rafters. And as I say that with all due respect. The the difference between Lonzo and LaMelo, LaMelo doesn't care. He's playing with house money. He's little brother. He wants to be everything his big brother is. Well, his big brother took all the hate. He did. There was nothing left for LaMelo by the time he got to the league. When I analyze Not to mention his other path. Lonzo's so smart, he doesn't like to make mistakes. So that's kind of held him back where his little brother's just free. You know, little mm-hmm. brothers, oh, look how well he shoots. He did like, you know, he does like little brother is free. Big brother doesn't want to mess it up. And that's the way Lonzo plays. So he's high IQ. He's a great defender. He fits. Yeah. Can he be on the king team? Can he play? Yeah. You love to have him at Lonzo Ball. They had no problem with Lonzo Ball in LA. Just the problem was he wasn't the guy in the Raptors that you first pointed at. I'm not saying that dream is dead or gone, but he just has – it was going to be a longer timetable for him, you know, but at, at, at a minimum, he's a very good basketball player. It didn't, it didn't fit with what you have is the long, slow – let's take it into cooking because I do a lot of cooking. Oh, oh, like oh. Throw, throwing meat into the smoker, you got to be patient. You got to give mm. it its love. You got to give it its time Yes. versus I want it now. 
give me my burrito in a microwave Same in a, a minute microwave and a half, meal. right? And that's that was Lonzo Ball. Like, for what the team needed to be, it he, was a flashpoint of you needed him to be that KG veteran yeah. and a leader now versus he might get there in four or five years, but LeBron James won't be. So we needed something else for that recipe now. Maybe not the greatest analogy, but you get my point. Yeah. Now let's go back to Chris Paul. And series is done. We talked about the turnovers. We talked about points where Drew Holiday erased him. Um, and maybe the turnovers were fewer, but timing-wise couldn't have come worse. You know, un- unchallenged at times even. just He just lost control of the ball. All of a sudden the handle fell off. Likewise, I mean, to extend it to Devin Booker for a moment, a guy that had a great playoff run, but was nothing but a shooter in the fourth quarter. Like, he he moved the ball, and first three quarters you had his first two assists of the series in the fourth quarter happened in the final game. Wow. Otherwise, it was all shots. Like, mm-hmm. I think coming into the final game, it was 24 nothing shots over assists. But for Chris Paul, how do we evaluate that final series? And that whole legacy question that everybody wants to ask in terms of, you know, what this run meant for him. I think it's safe to say that, you know, Chris's legacy is pretty attacked, man. He is an amazing basketball player. He's a Hall of Famer. You know, you think about the pick and roll. Chris Paul's name is synonymous with the pick and roll. You know, right after Johnny Stockton, that's our generation's Johnny Stockton. I don't think he's a top five player, though. Uh, I, I think I don't think he gets there. Uh, you know, with all due respect, with his lack of playoff success, even though this was an amazing, amazing run, I don't think one run necessarily puts him in over Stockton or, or you know, over Stockton. I think the real question is John Stockton. That's the, the, the name that kind of keeps him out of the top five. But you can't do anything but respect Chris Paul. But it's tough to just really hoist him up there without uh, getting this championship. And you wish Chris Paul was in this situation, you know, more so in his prime or you know, I, I know he couldn't get it done with the Clippers. I was on those squads, but you know, ultimately it's tough. But the thing holding Chris back, I think, moving forward and why LeBron would come and play and Anthony Davis would come and play is in those moments, Chris Paul needs a gap in which he where he can get his shot off. And you can't just switch a pick and roll with, you know, LeBron and Chris Paul because LeBron's going to take advantage of the mismatch. You know, Anthony Davis is going to take advantage of the mismatch. So now Chris Paul is smart enough to make the correct play every single time where he had to do a little more than expected because – Milwaukee had tightened up their defense. You know, they figured things out, and there wasn't as much Brooke Lopez on the floor, which right. left the gaps. When they went small, everything changed. And, you know, Drew Holiday was like, you know, like a pit bull, man. Like, hey, you, you got him. You smelled a scent go. And he, he went after Chris Ball and made life tough on him. Yeah, we still watch him dominate in the, uh, the mid-range game. Uh, certainly that uh, is the case. But I know so many uh, love letters after getting out of the second round. It's like, that's great. There's unfinished business, as we discussed a little bit earlier. It's like when you want to go all time, because like even getting to Stockton, like you have a long run of greatness, you didn't get over. Yeah, right? you, you never yep. led the team to the promised land. And and look, I I'll argue with everybody all blue in the face. Steph Curry is not a point guard. I don't know what category he goes into. He's in some Neverland between point guards and shooting guards. Well, he's a, yeah, he's a just because he's six feet tall. We automatically have to slot him, like, in the position unless NBA and, and what he truly is. I don't know if he's a point guard. I would, I would say he's a point guard, but he's definitely a scoring guard. Like, 
you know, Steph is not going to dominate a game with, you know, multiple assists. When Steph dominates, it's it's his scoring. It's so a scoring thing. He's a score. I would slate him at point guard, but he's a scoring guard. And, you know, this does get very confusing because LeBron's, you know, pretty much always played point. Luka's right. a point. Well, what what but, Zion has become for New Orleans. Yeah. When, yeah. Lon, when Lonzo was unavailable. You're right about that. He was that. running point. So, you know, I would consider Curry, but I hear what you're saying is that I wouldn't look at Steph for the pass. If Steph's being ultimately Steph, it's scoring. So I do hear you when you're saying I wouldn't see it as a point guard. Well, I guess opposed to Allen Iverson, you know, Eric Snow was clearly the point. Right. AI was running off screens where Curry brings the ball. It's such a hybrid position now the way that it's played. But like if I, if I <laughs> but if I'm going to like, hey, here's my ranks. Like I don't know where I put him. I'll put him in my greats of the era, but like point guards to me are guys uh, like Isaiah filled it up. So you're old school. You're point. like you got to distribute. Was the point? Like I want a distributor distribute. at that okay. position. Like that's I my understanding you. of what a point guard is. I squeeze. I right? squeeze He's the guy run, running, running the show, not just putting in. up shots. Yeah, because the ball's on in his hands. I put him in, and I haven't seen him. You know, he'll bring the ball up and then play off ball. So I would, I would put him there. But I hear you as far as. A point guard is a – he's a facilitator. You know, you're getting in the double digits when we come to assists. Would you say Trey Young is kind of not a point? No, exactly. Okay, it's so the same for thing. you it's a – So he may, he may have the ball guard, in his hands, but the more you're you're worried about, all right, I need 30 from you if we're going to win, Yeah, that, that's a difference to me. That makes sense. And I'm not saying we can't – the two can't commingle, but when I'm, when I'm seeing what pre- saying. predominantly you're, you're a scorer – like you, you drift into, and I, I don't even know what the category becomes. Again, positionless NBA. You're like a small right? shooting guard, right? So that that's kind of where we're at. You know, I, I think with with Trey Young as well is is that it's like, and I'm not a traditionalist in in every aspect of of our sporting lives. Look, the the games evolve, but like if we're gonna do these, you know, rankings of where a guy is, like to me, the position is facilitator first. The scoring's nice. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. But you know, I guess that that's the way I look at it, and it's no, not it's not I to denigrate you. Steph Curry as a player. Certainly not doing that. It's just you know, it, as we got into all these Chris Paul discussions, there are games where he fills well, up the scoring column, but he's still a ten assist a game guy most nights, except when I, Drew Holiday is hounding him into submission. I think at the end of the day, when everybody wants to argue, you know, for me. LeBron is the greatest player of all time, but LeBron is not the most dominant. So my greatest player of all time does not go to dominance. I would give Michael Jordan the dominance, but I think that LeBron, for his ability to pass and score, surpasses Michael and can do more with less. Not trying to go debate with you guys. Oh, uh, let's get into the goat. No, I don't, know, do, I don't but, do goats. But it's we, we say superstars. You know, when I would label a super, I'm stingy with my superstars. There's no. four, possibly five on my superstar list. No, and list. that's we'll, we'll do your superstar list coming up. But first, we got to go to Japan. We've got Dan Wojcicki joining us, LA Times. He's He's Ryan Hollins. I'm Mike Harmon. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Juan Gabriel. Juan Celina. Celina. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. 
Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason off tonight. Ryan Hollins with us. And now we're going to go out on the hotline. Our buddy, Lakers beat writer, NBA insider. You hear him each and every week on the show, writer for the LA Times. He is live from the Olympics in Japan. At Dan Wojcicki Sports is where you find him. We've got to ask the question that's been... Well, it's it's a burning topic here back in the states. How comfortable is your cardboard bed? <laughs> it is. Uh, it is. My room is very chaste right now. No, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I will say. Um, thankfully, we don't have a cardboard bed. I just have a lovely, like twin, a nice, a, a nice cozy twin bed uh, made mostly out of bricks. <laughs> it's good. There you <laughs> go. Get that rigidity and, going. Get that spine aligned. And, yeah, that's right. One pill- one pillow, too. Did oh, you pack one with three- you? Did you have a neck pillow you could at least stack for yourself? I did stack a neck pillow. I've got. I may be making an order um, to get just to get a uh, a nice pillow. Uh, I don't not necessarily. You, you know, it's 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 a tricky thing. You don't want to just get a pillow and then you leave it there. You confuse everybody. It's it's a weird. It feels a little wasteful. And I'm not going to travel back with sure. a, like a queen size pillow. I'm not an amateur, right? So I might just suck it up, but it's, uh, guys, I got to tell you, it's, uh, it's weird being here. These yeah. are weird Olympics. These are uh, everywhere you go. You're reminded that I'm here to cover the Tokyo 2020 games and it's not 2020. And that is, <laughs> that, that <laughs> that's is just weird in and of itself. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's just where the strange starts. So I saw your tweet about your flight and how few people were on it. And that seems to have been corroborated by other people flying from Atlanta and other points to cover the games. Uh, Can you describe the the process just of getting on that flight, getting off and getting yourself settled in country uh, as you got ready to cover the games? Yeah, Mike, it was crazy. So um, to, to before you could get on the plane, right, like you had a sort of a bevy of paperwork that you needed to fill out. You had um, to take a couple of COVID tests and make sure that the format on the COVID tests was correct, that the format of um, the test itself was correct. My paperwork was actually incorrect when I arrived at the airport, which was like a stressful uh, hour and a half getting that fixed before I could even get a boarding pass. But then once you got on the plane, um, it was uh, – as pleasant of a flying experience as I think I've ever had. Like I, I wrote this in our newsletter today. I, I think I, I was the first Olymp- uh, first American to win a golden rowing, and that's the sport I've invented, in which you sit on a plane with nobody and either the your row or the row next to you. It was, um, you, you know, it was great. I was very, I, I, I was Ryan Hollins esque, sprawled out, you, you know. <laughs> And uh, plenty of room and, and got a little sleep, had some food. But but it, it, it is weird. Like, you know, like, guys, like, I'm talking to you right now from the future, right? Like, it's yeah. Thursday here. Well, it's like, what, 125 or something in the afternoon? Yeah. It's I'm weird. Get, I'm, getting ready, I'm getting ready to eat a late lunch here from the future. Marty, 
you have to go back. Get your kids. Uh, well, no, maybe it, I could get it, some uh, Chicago pizza delivered on dry ice quickly. Yeah, it might take a minute to get here. I Probably. Think. But, but yeah, uh, but no, it, it's, uh, it is, you, you know, you do get the sense that it is. I mean, look, being in the main press center, like it does not feel poorly attended. Um, there are a lot of people here, um, a lot of journalists, a lot of athletes, certainly. Um, we'll get a sense. It's, it's definitely a calm before the storm right now. We'll see what, what things are here come Friday and come Saturday. We'll see if anybody else has made jokes about the, some horrible, terrific event and they have to get removed from stuff, um, like what happened today. I mean, like the, the, the opening ceremonies here in Japan have already lost their, their director and their composer due to controversies. Um, we're like off to a rip-roaring start here for, for my first Olympiad. Hey, Dan, I, I know you really don't want to answer this question or even think about it as, as thanks you're for, there. Thanks, thanks for asking, Ryan. You know where I'm going with it. You know where I'm going. How realistic is it now that you're there, the fear of the Olympics being canceled or postponed? Um, what would that look like? Um, do you feel comfortable? You talked about the rigorous uh, kind of – paperwork and testing just to sure. get on the plane. Uh, do you think that could be a reality from the things you've seen and heard since you're there? I mean, I think it would have to be a catastrophe, like a, like a major, major catastrophe, because it does already seem sort of like um, that everybody's sort of committed to driving directly into this storm, you know, that like turning around doesn't really feel like, a, like a, a, an option that it's like, well, like I've had 15 beers, I might as well have 16. Like it does sort of feel like that line of thinking a little bit as we, as we sort of just plow ahead and just, you know, hope for the best is sort of the overall sense I get, Ryan. But like, look, I, I think if, if, I mean, if you start seeing athletes end up in the hospital um, with COVID, right, for instance, or something like that, or, or some sort of massive sort of super spreader type, type of a thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it certainly doesn't feel like something like where I could tell you with a hundred percent confidence that, you know, I'm going to get on a plane to leave here in three weeks, and I'll have covered uh, uh, an Olympics that saw every event played. Uh, I don't know that. I don't. That that doesn't. That, nothing that we've seen in, in sports, at least in America, and certainly maybe even on a global scale, would suggest that. I mean, there might be postponements. There might be cancellations. We've already seen high high profile athletes, people like Coco Goff, um, Bradley Beal. Um, you, you know, have had to pull up because of positive tests. I, you know, we'll see how that continues. I mean, it's certainly, I'll say this, as a as a veteran of bubbles, right? Yes. This will be bubble number two for me. Um, this is much less secure than the NBA bubble. Like, this has more holes in it, certainly. This is like a wiffle ball. Yeah, I guess on some <laughs> level it, it still gets back to, Dan, the, the idea of, you know, money ruling, mm-hmm. ruling the world. And, I mean, conservative estimates, and we're looking at, what, $25, $30 billion dollars all put in yeah. and, and everything. So, you know, folks will go headlong into that storm. Kind of like the perfect storm. George Clooney. Uh, get a Clooney in movie in while we're at it. Because uh, nice. the uh, payoff could be large. Yeah, no. Um, I'm, I was trying to think of a way to make a Siriana reference. It seems weird. Oh, that, well, um, no. But, that would, well, a little left turn. Probably fewer yeah. viewers on that one. Con- conf- confessions of a Dangerous Mind. A Clooney directed film. I think he briefly cameos in that. Um, That's true. No, but I think, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think you're right. I mean, I, it, it does, obviously, like, it's a financial-driven thing. I will say this, and, and I think Ryan can speak to this, that, I mean, look, man, if, if you're somebody and it's not, like, basketball players, like, have the NBA. You know what I mean? Like, track and field athletes, like, have 
mean, like, there are other international competitions and stuff like this, but, like, for so many people here, like, this is kind of it, right? Like, this is what you, you, you've done everything just to get here. And I will say, like, I did have a, a, a nice moment at the airport um, as I was walking from one of my checkpoint stations to another. And, and you know, you don't really see anybody. I think there's a couple of members of, like, of a Canadian national team where I was kind of following them. And all of a sudden, you, you see people from all these other countries kind of start to make their way back towards another checkpoint. And it's like, oh, like the Albanian water polo team is here. There's someone from Belarus. There's someone from Brazil. There's someone from Nigeria. And, and all of a sudden, like, you do get a sense of sort of like like the, the size of the globe in a way that maybe I don't think I've ever really truly felt before. Like, guys, you know me. I, I'm a... <laughs> I'm nothing if not self-important and like it is it is a nice reminder it is a nice reminder how like how you're just like a tiny little speck in sort of like this sort of like global economy of sport when when you're here and you're seeing so many people who have stakes in it um from from literally all corners of the world and and you do get a little you do get a sense of that and and like the nostalgist in me and like maybe like the the optimist in me sees that and says like you know maybe it is important to do stuff like this despite all the corruption despite all of the other stuff that happens like there is something just sort of inherently cool about bringing people from everywhere to try and compete yeah what amazing and well put there what's been the look in the athletes faces you know what's the vibe is it is it concerned is it kind of quarantine is it is, is it don't touch me yeah. you know, here, here in the states obviously you saw dan we're we're opening up you know the couple people you know not wearing masks and a couple people still wearing masks but is it like hey you know what we're staying safe you know get away from me or is it just the the glow and the excitement as you just spoke about of being there what's the vibe like from the different countries and teams and are, are they all different little bit of both talk to me yeah, I mean, well, we haven't really seen anybody yet, Ryan, right? Like, so, I mean, like, you know, we've been kind of kept in our sort of separate bubble. Teams are being kept in their sort of separate bubble. From what I've seen, like, you know, in videos and, and interviews people I've talked to, like, there is an excitement to compete, for sure. But, but look, it's very real. Um, you know, you can work incredibly hard for something, and you can get close to the finish line, and you can test positive. A, a United States Beach volleyball player, uh, you, you know, the sort of the latest person that's happened to do, a British shooter, um, who was one of like the um, one of the favorites and one of, and one of the shooting events for gold um, tested positive, you know, and this is after a lifetime of work. And so I do think there is it, it's it's a fear isn't maybe the right word. Um, it's more not fear of necessarily getting sick and dying. Um, I'm sure there's some of that in some people, but I think it's more like fear that like you know every day when you spit into a vial, which is what we're doing um, daily. You know what I mean? We're one, doing that daily. One point, I'm three days in a row, and then once every four days. Wow. Uh, one point one point five milliliters of saliva, by the way, more than more than it sounds. Um, you know, when, when you're doing that, uh, you know, if you get a negative result, like all that work could fall apart. You know, and, and I think that like there's a healthy fear of that. Well, hell, even as a as a media member, I mean, you describe the ordeal to get on your plane and get there. Sure. And how, how trepidatious are you as you go to uh, put the saliva in the cup? <laughs> I mean, all, uh, all, all the time. Well, I mean, look, it's yeah, it's, it's a benefit, I, I it, and, and there's love. I mean, obviously, you got assigned to one of the big global events. 
right? Yeah. Which means it's your accomplishments. Again, you know, bowing to your self-importance and, and how you. much I love you. you. Uh, these th- are my Olympics. I agree. Th- these are your Olympics as well, covering it for the great city of Los Angeles and, and mm-hmm. wondering if something's gone awry in just getting your lunch. Yeah, I mean, all you I mean, all you can do is trust. You know, you trust some trust of the protocols, the process, like the mask You trust the process, and you trust the vaccine, right? Like, I mean, for me, like I've been vaccinated for a while, um, and you just hope it holds. Um, you know, I mean, I was definitely in Phoenix, like in a crowd where it's uh, that was no one was wearing masks, everyone was screaming and shouting. You know, during the NBA, the early days of the NBA Finals, back when the the Suns were a juggernaut. Um, you, you know, like, and all you can do in those situations is you just hope like you'll be okay. You've done what you can do. And I think that's sort of my process with this is like, I've done what I can do. Um, you try to avoid unnecessary risk when you can, but like, look, man, like I'm still on a, I was on a super packed bus today. You know what I mean? Like where I was on a bus where we were with, with, you know, people shoulder to shoulder, going from one step from a transportation hub to the press center. And like, it's just like, that has to happen um, to make this work. We'll see as the games get going. And as you get into a better rhythm, sort of like how, how that part of it plays out. Like right now, I mean, it does sort of just feel like, like I'm pretty much going to the office. I'm working, I'm planning and getting ready for, you know, what should be a, a pretty interesting challenge for team USA's, Sort of three basketball teams out of here. The the two the two five by five teams. Five by five. Oh my gosh! Listen to me. I'm, I'm such a FIBA internationalist right now. <laughs> um, the the men's the women's team and, and the women's uh, three on three team, which uh, which debuts this weekend. Dan, Dan, you made up a, a a a really good point. Is that as far as American basketball, the the five by five, as you That's say, right. either that or you're uh, thinking about your in and out order. But we, keep going. We've got the <laughs> we our guys have the NBA um, from yep. everyone that you've spoken to and kind of the you know the the I guess the league executives or former players. Is there a feel that our guys are almost hassled or burdened by being there? Because th- listen, this is back to back. You know, we, we got three guys coming straight from the NBA finals to compete. Sure. Um, is, is there a vibe kind of like, man, this is like for me when I was going at the Pan American, it was like, dude, this is hard work. This is a long time. Like, do I want to spend my summers like this? Is there a vibe mm-hmm. that our guys aren't really, you know, so, sold in and maybe a, like a McGee and a Keldon Johnson are just going to be excited to be in the building. What's the vibe with American basketball? I mean, I think, Ryan, that, you know, you touched on it. I, I, look, I, I think that this is different. Like, nobody, generally speaking, right, like the world the world competitions um, that happen every two years, which U.S., um, you know, really struggled in uh, the last time it happened. I think it was 2019. Um, you, you know, those teams are generally younger and they're, they're, they're a little more less experienced. And that's sort of more of a trial balloon for, for what comes two years later with the Olympics when you get, like, the A-list guys because – like the, the Olympic experience itself is, is such an enjoyable one. You're in the village. Like you can, you know, people, people always talk about like dining room meetings between like, you know, Leo Messi and Kobe Bryant and stuff like that. Like this is where you see that type of stuff. This year is totally different. You don't see that stuff even a little bit. So I do think there is less enthusiasm just in general. This is again, more of just competition based. It's probably why the roster is what it is. Um, we'll see kind of, I think once games get started, I, guys, 
I kind of think it'll be a little bit like the NBA bubble in the sense that, like, I think it'll be more chaotic. I think we'll see bigger swings. I think we'll see some surprising teams and surprising things happen because so much of this is going to be about how much you handle sort of the isolation, how much of this you handle the, the time away from people. Now, look, it's not, this isn't a hundred days, right? It's a couple weeks, um, which do you know, which teams do all the time during the season, but you know, it is like, you're in a country where you can't go see anything like literally, right? Like you're not allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think the, the, the mental challenge on this is to me is what, what is such an X factor. And I think it'll be really interesting to see how not just basketball, but how this plays out across all sports. I mean, we saw what happened, you know, I say last night, I guess it was this morning uh, for, um, I don't know, I'm so confused. It's okay. It's Giannis in his 50, 14 and five, and then his 50 piece order at Chick-fil-A. That's right. I mean, I was going to say, we saw what happened with the, the, the women's soccer team. Oh, right? that too. Um, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And sweet. Sweden's very good. Um, but you know, you come out, you're a little flat and you know, the favorites in that, in that competition lose three, nothing. in and in, in the first game, I will say hunting for an illegal stream to watch Giannis, um, win that title was, was, was a nice adventure in itself. And, uh, I also meddled in that competition too. Very proud of myself. I figured there's a <laughs> oh, column God. to come and, and more, uh, conversation, uh, as well, uh, as we get ready for a big off season in the draft, Dan, thanks for taking a few minutes of your afternoon with us. Uh, good luck finding something good to eat and, uh, enjoy Absolutely. the competition. We'll, we'll talk to you as this, uh, starts to unfold. All right, guys, be good. Have a good night. And as I would say, good afternoon. Thanks, brother. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Bro. Dan Wojcicki, our guy, live from Japan, covering the Olympic Games at Dan Wojcicki Sports. You can read it uh, uh, on the pages of the LA Times, latimes.com, and they do a newsletter that he puts out uh, with all the ins and outs. Uh, So much more. I have another 37 questions. Unfortunately, we're out of time uh, for this point in the show. But we'll talk about that mental edge because we brought it up about the NBA. We'll bring it back here to the Olympics in a moment. Thanks to our team, Rick. And Chris holding it down here in the studio. Our guy Frostberg telling me, get out! Uh, and sending me pictures of Jeremy Piven uh, to remind me to do so. He's Ryan Hollins in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we will get back into the psychology that Dan Wojcicki brought up as to how much that may impact what we see in these games and really sports overall. Next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. 
Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, with Ryan Hollins in for Jason Smith tonight. Hey, you're dealing with a dead battery? You can head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not. And if you do, 
If you do happen to need a new battery and a replacement, they can help you with that too. They've got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralas batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. At the Ryan Hollins is where you find them on Twitter, the Opinionated 7 Footers podcast. You've got me at Swollen Dome, Instagram, and on Twitter, getting ready for season two of the I Want Your Flex podcast. I appreciate y'all out there, part of the extended family, wherever you are tonight. And part of the conversation, Ryan, we were having with Dan Wojcicki, joined us live, LA Times, from Japan, as he gets ready to cover the games, is the psychology of it all. Right, because that was one of the questions being asked uh, as I was up in the middle of the night here stateside watching the United States women's soccer team get more or less dominated from pillar to post by Sweden in a 3-0 defeat is that the energy level seemed off, uh, as a couple of people had noted even in the, the pregame warm-ups, music being funneled in, but you don't have the fans, but music being funneled in and normally a loose United States team the only person dancing and seemingly at ease, at least outwardly, was Megan Rapino. That everybody else looked kind of tight, That and they played that way, certainly at the outset of the match and throughout, and wondering from a psychological standpoint, like we talked about with the bubble in the NBA earlier, how much that will impact results in these games. You're absolutely right. You know, travel... Uh, you know, habits, normal warm-up routines. We're going to see some, and, and lack of fans, you're going to see some, you know, funky instances where you're going to see the underdogs, you know, shining. The one thing about the favorites, the teams that travel, you know, they feed on that energy. USA, USA. You know, you hear the chance, but if there's no fans there, you know, that underdog who's been salivating for a moment and cannot wait to the to get to the Olympics and compete, you are going to see some underdogs winning Olympic gold. You are going to see one of the most smallest countries ever win a gold medal. We are going to be making movies off of one of these champions, man. I, it, hey, this may favor the USA. We're underdogs, man. This may favor USA basketball. Well, it, it's the curiosity, right, of for the basketball side of these guys being thrown together. We talk about Devin Booker having to take that uncomfortable flight. Oh, man. Think about that. You just lost title to these guys, and now you're all on a plane together heading to the Olympics. <laughs> He's going to be looking at him like, look, we better win gold. No, like, well, feed, that's it. I got to hey, come out with something. Feed Devin Booker the ball. Well, that's the one thing, as we talked about roster composition, you didn't need any more scorers as you started looking for replacements. Hence a JaVale McGee, and folks are like, "What is what does JaVale McGee do? Like Everything. Everything you need. Literally. Every, everything that the other guys don't cover, right? Everything uh, that you need. And, and Keldon Johnson is there. He does a lot of stuff, and Popovich trusts him. I spoke about it with Doug earlier. You know, you, you didn't need a sexy name. You know, it, it, to me, no disrespect, you know, Damian Lillard and Bradley Bill, former teammate of mine, they were too redundant, you know, and, and, and so but well. But like bringing in Trey Young wasn't going to change the competition. Was not, that's guy. not what you needed. You needed a fit. You needed a shot blocker. You needed a defender. You need a guy when Chris Middleton comes on, may not be playing as many minutes. It, it isn't going to soak about it. going to be happy to be there. Well, he got his title. He's in, he's in gravy time now. 
right? He's a, he's a, in for the bonus jackpot of, all right, I get the Olympic experience, whatever that may be. Coming up next, we'll talk a little NIL. I haven't had a chance to chop this up with Ryan Hollins just yet, but as we're at media day, as coach is talking about it, let's get some of the thoughts from a guy who played at UCLA. That's next on Fox. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 